Morning, John. Morning, Steve. How are you today? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good, John. Uh, I guess uh, we don't want to hear me whine, so uh, we'll, we'll push on. And how are you? I am well, thank you. I guess you don't want to hear me whine either. Yeah, no, but you know I'm going to whine anyways. So, John, um, kid one took car one yesterday to Ohio. And so I went out to run errands in the afternoon, and car two cranked but didn't start. So not not happy, right? So 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 I go get the keys to car three. Car three does the distinctive click 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 of not having enough juice. So I ended up having to, of course, charge the battery in car three. Uh, and then, of course, because car three is the kid's car, guess what? It doesn't have any gas in it. It does not. No, the gas light is on uh, in, in, on, on, on car three. So I have to stop and have a, a heated discussion with my wife about whether or not you can really put gas in a car without turning it off. So, um, and the answer is yes, you can. Uh, and uh, so, I, I also, it was maybe the hottest day of the year here, and Car 3's air conditioning only kind of sort of works. So, uh, uh, that is just, uh, I will go on. I decided to change the strings on the guitar. I, I've been practicing on because I had rust on them. I broke the sixth string putting it on. And then uh, a shard of uh, string got in my thumbnail or my thumb. So then I'm looking for tweezers. Then I'm looking for a needle since tweezers won't get it out. I think that pretty much covers it, John. You, you get a sense of how good yesterday was. I didn't know you were trying to learn how to play guitar. Well, it, it is. It was a secret till a moment ago. Yeah. So. And I maybe I'll go back and cut that out so it'll remain a secret, because I know you won't remember it in in, in a couple days. So yeah, there you go. I I can't count on that. John, for for mid season and everything, uh, it was uh, a a week worth talking about in a, a bunch of sports. So uh, I know you had a lengthy list you were just dying to talk about. So go. Well, um, it would have been hard to do since we taped it before it was finished. So, yeah. yeah. It's still ongoing. Um, a great Sunday back nine by probably one of the best back, not back nines in major history by Mr. Uh, Cameron Smith last week. Yeah. A.K.A. Party in the Back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Par- the party in the back was partying all over the place, yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He just lit it up. Yeah. Green, four or five of the first hole, you know, just going off on the, uh, on the back nine there, making birdies on 10 through 15, right? 14, yeah. yeah. 10 through 14, yeah. Five birdies in a row, right. Shot, shot a back, a, a back nine uh, 30, which he needed to shoot to win, uh, which is as low as anybody's ever shot on a back nine in the major to win. So, 
uh, yeah, uh, end up shooting a little 64. Uh, and uh, there you go, breaking the uh, over on the uh, betting as to the final score by a stroke. Uh, yeah. So, yes, he, uh, um, and, and poor Rory McElroy uh, was uh, ahead of him at the beginning of the nine, behind him uh, early on, and just could not make anything happen uh, uh, with his putter, essentially, though. I, I think... Uh, Having been through this uh, in my round on Wednesday, hitting it closer to the hole would have helped too. So, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't uh, he wasn't exactly stuffing it in there, but mm-hmm. he should have. You know, he went from first place to third, uh, basically doing absolutely nothing uh, in that back nine, not burying the the par five. Um, matter of fact, he only he only made two birdies all day. Um, birdieing 10 and then parring the par 5 which was definitely um, at that point you kind of knew that he was in real trouble yeah well uh, Smith is in the group in front of him so he, he got to watch him uh, you know put put numbers on the board and he was incapable of matching him so yeah poor Roy uh, I, I, I was rooting for him but it didn't do me any good did it Your father used to say. Yes, some bus for candy and nuts. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We'd all have a merry Christmas. We'd all have a merry Christmas. Yes. But it it was a fun Sunday. Uh, seeing somebody come from behind, uh, especially come from behind on the back nine, uh, on it on the iconic course, and uh, yeah, it was it was fun watching them try and play seventeen. Uh, which was about the only hole that was a serious challenge to them. Uh, there were a lot of bir- there were a lot of birdie possibilities out there, uh, other than 17. So that's how, that's how you get to shoot 30, right? Yeah. 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 17 was was something. It was it was uh, brutal. It it always is, and you know you know the pin was was tucked right behind the road road bunker, so uh, you. you uh, Right, I, I I know I I love watching them play that hole, and and, and struggling. Uh, I saw several people play Saturday. No, it had to be Sunday because I didn't see any TV coverage on Saturday. But on Sunday, uh, they were on either the path behind the hole or the road, and was it Spieth or somebody was it up against at the far end of the road and barely had a backswing uh, in front of the wall that's in play, famously uh, in play there uh, on the road hole. So, uh, and, yeah. and for was that... It but, was it Weisskopf that, that chipped it off the wall? Chipped it backwards into the wall? Backwards no, the no, 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 it's famously Mr. Jimenez, uh, the, the famed mechanic with the ponytail, one year uh, chipped it into the wall uh, and uh, backwards. So, uh, 
Yes, uh, it is. It is interesting. It is known as a road hole because there is literally an asphalt road that runs along uh, the back side of the hole that is in play, and you can get lucky or unlucky, however you want to look at it, and be sitting on that road and try and figure out what little shot you're playing uh, off of it. So. Um, but yeah, Cam, Cam Smith is a story, rumors of him taking $90 million to go to the Live Tour this week, which did not turn out to be true. Uh, and so, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about whether $90 million is the right number uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, although they did, did capture something of a big fish by getting Mr. Stinson to, to come on board and give up his Ryder Cup captaincy, which seems, yeah, uh, it seems kind of a big deal, right? Yeah, that's, I think so too. Paul Casey, he's another new addition, right? Yeah. Uh, did they end up getting a couple? Uh, there were two two guys. Well, Kokrak and uh, uh, both both of them only won three ter- tournaments on the PGA Tour, so they weren't exactly. Big names, but they filled out filled, filled out next week's field, which will be at Bedminster, the Trump course, and there will be all. I'm sure there will be all kinds of stuff on the fan next week for the tournament because, you know, Mr. Trump uh, kind of generates that. So yeah, yeah. And we got uh, they added Charles Hall with third too. That that's who the other one was. Yes, uh, not exactly premium players, but uh, yes. So John, Casey's yeah. pretty solid. I mean, he's he's another top twenty-five in the world golfer, isn't he? Uh, he might be John, but he's never won a major, and uh, I think you would have to say he's past his prime. Though, you know, since he never won a major, you don't know when his prime really was. But uh, I, I. I He's another guy uh, that's, uh, you know, grabbing the money knowing that he's probably not not going to kill it on the tour anymore. No, I would agree. Yeah. So, so John, here is the question I kept seeing asked. Uh, should they keep coming back to the old course to play the Open when they can throw 64s on the board all over the place? Okay. Yeah, I mean, the course they they can throw sixty. Yes, when the when the wind's not blowing and the course is running as crispy as it is, um, yeah, they can go pretty low on that course. It's not a hard course. We played it. We know that it's not terribly difficult. Um, we played it in pretty mild conditions, also. But at the same time, when that wind kicks up and I mean, what did Zach Johnson win it? You know, when he won it there, it wasn't no it was 20 under, it was like 10 under. Right. Um, so with a little bit of weather, it changes, uh, yeah, would change the number a lot, yeah. Yeah, and I think that goes, that holds true for, for a lot of the courses that they play, even, you know, well, Carnoustie's got some nasty holes on it, as we know, um, and it probably plays pretty difficult, no matter what, but if it's not windy and it's sunny and comfortable, 
those guys are gonna they're gonna shoot really good scores on those courses on all the open courses I think yeah well Carnoustie's claim to fame is its length uh, I think and uh, length length doesn't bother them without wind so uh, you know they'll they'll reach back and launch at 320 and suddenly a 500 yard par 4 is you know a 7 iron right so yeah yeah or an 8 for those guys so yeah so alright just just wanted to, to test that so uh, you, you had a list that was part of your list what else did you want to talk about there big guy well let's see well we never did talk about the, uh, the finale of Holy Moly the finale of Holy Moly that's a long time ago man you're, you're asking me to so the so only only thing I remember about the finale of Holy Moly which had three rounds to it was the 63-year-old woman holding one the first two rounds to just yeah. wipe everybody out and uh, and then uh, made the putt, putt. They had to make a hole-in-one in the putt-off, and she was the one who did it in the end. So three holes-in-one uh, in one night shooting, and the 63-year-old woman won the $100,000 and the... And at two hundred and fifty thousand. Was it two hundred and fifty thousand? Wow. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big payday. Yeah, that's it's all right for playing a little putt putt golf. Right. Of course, you. Yeah, all, it was pretty impressive that she. Uh, that she. Uh, that first one was like, holy smokes! She, did she just make that? Yeah, and she. One was on because that was on the. Um, she did it from the riddle star, didn't she? Yeah. Which is funny because they keep, you know, the whole season they've talked about how it's the worst position to start from, and right. Rob gets mad about it because it's his star. And, he did. And, he did uh, mention something about it was a great place to start from when she made that. Uh, I, he <laughs> he did not miss the chance to, uh, right? So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. She she did the skills part of it, uh, the non putting part of it. Uh, she was not uh, making up ground on anybody. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> just, just, just pointing out uh, that, uh, yeah, she completely missed any the semi block of ice in the, in that particular uh, uh, the, yeah. the dive. Yes. So. That show just makes me. It's 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 a good show. It's highly entertaining. I love Riggle and Tessator together. I mean, they're just they're yeah. funny. That there's good writing. They they make fun of you know the marshal all the time. You know, there's no that they're making fun of him. And yeah, it's just, it's just high quality. Inter, you know, good family entertainment. I'll put yeah. it that way. Of course, yeah. there is a lot of innuendo jokes. Yeah. Right. Uh, it 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 is quite delightful, and of course. You get these weird people, all of whom at, the, at this point, of course, have to have some um, some hook, right? You know, the 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 granny, the sixty-three year old granny, or whatever, or you know, the Zen the Zen puttermeister, or the musical guy. You know, they all have to have something. So it's it's pretty weird and funny to to watch. It's not just hey, I just play mini golf and my name's Joe, right? It's uh, you got to you got to have something. Nah, so, uh, 
But yeah, it's, it's been entertaining now for four seasons, and that was quite something to see somebody step up and knock a couple in to advance uh, and uh, end up winning. So, uh, especially, you know, it says something about the athleticism of uh, mini golf that it's a uh, a 63 year old woman who I wouldn't have said was in bad shape, but uh, as I said, was not making up ground on any of the uh, the skills part before the putting. So, no, no, no. So, uh, yeah, hold the finale of Holy Moly, and now now we are in the uh, season of nothing, right, John? Yes. Yeah, now we've got some some downtime. Um, I am not caught up on the old man. Are you? No. Um, yeah. I I am struggling. I'm struggling to get through it. Really, you've lost interest, huh? Uh. I, they 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 sit around and talk too much at this point. They they, they 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 have not killed anybody for two episodes. I think that since we came back, I think we watched two episodes, and I'm tired of John Lithgow and the and the young woman chatting about blah 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 blah. I'm tired of uh, you know, you know uh, Dan Chase and the woman who's acting like it's his wife. Uh, you know having deep chats about the money and what, uh, you know, what, what your life should have been or could have been or how you should have handled it. You know, uh, it, it has gotten away from the action really at this point. So I, I'm, yeah, I, I did not realize I was, uh, signing on for philosophical treaties. Okay. Yeah. And you know that that, that sounds—it sounds like I'm using your lines, though. Yeah. Philosophical yeah. treaties might not have been the way you put it. No. No. Okay. Well, I think we we've got the final two episodes to watch. Is what we have left to watch, I believe. Is that what? What is it? What are there? Six, eight? I think there's only six. Uh, I think. But either way, I know that it's it's done. So we've got we can. Okay. Um, I I started. I I tried Miss Marvel the other night, and 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 and, and it is not for me. Uh, No, it's not. Not even close. Uh, And 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 again, uh, at at this point, Miss Marvel, after one episode, has only just become Miss Marvel, and it's not clear how much action is in that. So, yeah, there's, it, it's it's more about developing the character, I think, for that, right? Um, and how she—it's her origin story. It's that's what it is, so that she can filter into the future of the uh, this next phase of the MCU. So, um, huh? I I knew you were going to say something like that. I, I, I could just I just had a feel that you were going bring in the MCU multiverse was somehow going to get said uh, there. Uh, yeah, you like that? Uh-huh. I, I, I also started the other night uh, uh, Terminal List. Uh, That's so good. Oh, you, me, don't, you, don't tell me you don't like that. I'll no, so well, I, like I've, I've only watched one episode and I, I think I'm hooked. 
But it's kind of vicious, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially that first episode. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that it looks like fun with Chris Pratt as... Uh, as an as an army veteran, a Navy SEAL, uh, who's obviously got skills, and people are messing with him, and so I think he, he's going to mess back a lot. So uh, yeah, it's it is a very very good good um, series, well worth the watch. Yeah. Okay. So there there are TV recommendations. Uh, how psyched are you for um, the uh, new new uh, Game of Thrones uh, thing? I don't know. Ah, I don't know. You're you're, you're not sure you're ready for that many fake blonde people at, at once. <laughs> Correct. And, and for those of you new to the podcast, for some weeks now. This is John's uh, 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 laugh is is really a cough. Uh, yeah, it's you catching me off guard, making me cough. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, there you go. So you weren't you, you didn't perceive me making fun of people in bad blonde wigs, huh? No. Yeah, but yeah, and, and not not to mention the contacts for your eyes, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, I I not sure either, but I'm beginning to see ads for it, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I know I know it's out there. I'm not going to be surprised uh, come August 22nd. So there you go. Uh, uh, that that is probably the big TV event on their horizon at this point. Yeah, you got the new movie that comes out today on Netflix, which has uh, Chris Evans and uh, Ryan Gosling in it. That looks good. Yeah, Gray Man, the Gray Man. Gray Man. Gray Man. Right. That's always entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, and Chris Chris Evans looks to be the bad guy, which is uh, a, 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 a role change, if you would. So, uh, so I guess, I guess he was told you get to kick ass, but you're the bad guy, and he said, "Oh, I'm going to stretch, so I'll I'll do that." <laughs> That's pretty funny. Thank you. Thank you. You you did not cough that time. So. Uh, no, that yeah. one was a good one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, I heard I heard somebody ran through a series of jokes the other day, and I can't. Maybe they'll come to me. They they were terrible, so they should come to me. I do want to say the uh, the uh, TikTok or whatever it was you sent this morning of the Irish weather woman uh, was uh, was a keeper. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess, I guess uh, she was saying that it was cold, cold some of there in Ireland, and you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for those of you who are seeing the children. Yeah, it's yeah, you can't go, to, you know, go into the beach or anything yeah, like that. Can't go to the beach, can't go outside. Can't go it's to the, can't go camping. No, yeah, so no. no. It's a very cold July, and yeah. we can attest that it was not your typical July when we were there. Well, uh, having never been there in July before, I can't talk about typical or not. But uh, yeah, word, word on the street was uh, they did not expect it to be quite so uh, cool and damp. Uh, uh, they did have record temperatures in the UK this week, so uh, I, I do not even want to begin to think what uh, London would be like at 104 degrees. But uh, 
melty, melty, melty. I think is is the uh, is the answer to what it would be like. Yeah, I spent uh, a, a night there not too long ago, and it was like ninety degrees when we were there. I thought, wow, this this is oppressive heat here. I mean, it was yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it is not built for that kind of heat. So no, no, uh, no. I mean, it's consistently been a hundred over a hundred here, and and you know I've played golf in it and been out in it. It's not. I mean, it's hot, but it's. I mean, not nearly as hot as what. Ninety felt in London. Uh, I I think there's a lot more water in the air in London than there is even in the swamp of Houston. So, yeah, uh, even in the swamp land. Yeah. So uh, we were in uh, we were in Europe, or I was, uh, and we didn't podcast for a while. And uh, the two LA universities um, that play major uh, college football. Announced that they were going to the Big Ten, which um, seems an extraordinary thing uh, in a lot of ways. But uh, and pro- probably probably we're talking about uh, and uh, it, it's kind of yeah. I, I mean, it is geographically uh, stunning. I'll just say that because yeah. the Big Big Ten. Uh, at least originally was very much a Midwestern thing and. Uh, then they did Rutgers and Maryland and even Penn State, so it wasn't quite so Midwest. But all the way to the left coast was uh, a surprising reach. Uh, did, did not see that in the future myself. No, no, I and uh, the governor of California obviously uh, was not uh, in, in the uh, on the inner circle either because he seems a little troubled by it. So. Uh, uh, good for Gav, but uh, that's uh, yeah. I I I understand uh, why anybody would do such a thing. With uh, uh, that is the second largest TV market in the country, and uh, if you can get them up watching uh, Big Ten football at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning regularly, you've uh, probably uh, can ask for a lot more money. Uh, in your next TV contract, and I understand why the two LA schools would do it with, uh, you know, the, the all the shakeups. And uh, I saw the numbers. I think they're going to get much more than double in terms of TV rights money than they were getting from the Pac-12. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I guess I kind of understand it, but it's still a surprise because. Uh, I know this will shock you, John, but I don't sit around pondering the possibilities very often of uh, college football uh, conference expansion. Well, the interesting, I mean, we've also got rumors of what Utah and Washington and maybe Arizona State are going to go to. Uh, um, the big, the big, the big twelve. Uh, there, there are lots of rumors about a lot of schools from the former Pac-12 uh, going to the Big 12, and uh, they thought there was going to be an announcement yesterday, but I never saw that there was. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think that Pac-10 as it is right now is on shaky ground. Uh, I, I guess they stay a conference if they only lose two teams, but if they lose four, 
I I don't know. I yeah. I, I'm not in I'm not in charge, but I would not think it would be a major conference anymore. Correct. I, would I agree with that. I, I also I also have to wonder. Okay, I I I read a couple articles, so I I, I get this. Phoenix is the eleventh largest TV market in the country, so. You know, getting the Arizona schools, one or both, makes some sense. And maybe Colorado coming back makes some sense because that's a significant... But the rest of them, what are they bringing? Who, who, do, you, who do you want that really brings you... I, I guess there's a pretty big Oregon, a pretty big Washington following, but is it enough to move the needle and... I guess anymore they don't care about geography, but uh, uh, yeah, ge- geography has been thrown right out the door. Right. So, um, I guess you. you know, I, I just don't know if you're on. Uh, you're the Big Twelve. What you say in terms of who it is you really want, and and who you don't want. Uh, I kind of think it sounds like the two. St- States in Oregon and Washington are out, and Stanford and, and Cal are out, and the other ones might be in play. But uh, yeah, where does Oregon go? You think? Well, that's a great question. I mean, they've got a good pool. They've got a huge fan base. Um, Do they? I think so. Well, I I would like to see somebody. Okay. Oregon is not a really populous um, state. True. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just start with that. It's a pre- you know it's a pretty good sized school, but compared to some of the other places we're talking about, I mean Arizona State is is humongous. Uh, but uh, I, and they probably count online noses too, but which expands that. But I, I just wonder what the real, I guess I was going to say, Eugene, of course, is not a major TV media center. So I guess you think you, you're pulling the Portland crowd. Uh, but I, Portland's not exactly moving the needle much either. I, I mean, and nobody says, oh, we got to have the Portland eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, we got to get that Portland I, I mean, I mean, they've had good football teams, and this is about football. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I, I, this is part of the excitement of this uh, is, is who goes where, who wants whom, and I, I know one of the articles right after the USC UCLA announcement thought that Washington and Oregon were negotiating in the pack, whatever ten. Uh, to get a uh, an uneven distribution of the TV money, uh, which rankled some of the other schools, but you know I guess they had the leverage. But uh, so, yeah, I, I think there are questions like that. You know what what money is going to be uh, associated with uh, you know people moving, and I've seen lots of talk about. Contracts being up at the Pac-12 and the Big 12 the same year in 2025, and how much of this movement's going to change the amount of money they get from their TV contracts? Yeah, it, I mean, 
guess if, if everything ends up to where we end up really having just four conferences and they're all huge, are we going to end up having to like expand the college football season so that you can actually at least play everybody in your half of your division or your division of that conference and then have a conference championship? I mean, it just seems that it could end up being a, you know, going from a 12 to a 13 or 14 regular season format, or you just don't have any out-of-conference games, which I think would suck. No. I, I, don't, I don't know that anybody's going beyond 16 yet, so uh, at least for the time being. Uh, Big Ten, uh, which I guess is going to stay the Big Ten, is going to have 16 and if the Big 12 picked up uh, four, they would be at 16. And with Texas and uh, Oklahoma, the SEC will be 16. So I, I, it'll be interesting to see what it shakes out. Uh, I know academically the Big 10 uh, supposedly has standards, and USC and UCLA both met them. And uh, I, I read that Arizona State doesn't. I think is uh, is the one. So they weren't they weren't going. You, you just you wonder. And back to Governor Newsom uh, and, and these things. Can one state school go and not take the other state school? Uh, I wonder how much. You know. There's got to be a lot, lot of uh, byplay about that. Uh, I know Oklahoma went without Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State's big time butthurt, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. So, so the the Arizona, Oregon, Washington thing, and uh, you know whether they're really linked or not. Uh, it'll be an interesting to see. If that kind of linkage that kept the two together all these years, if suddenly there's a separation and what that might mean. Yeah, because you got Wazoo. I mean, nobody's talking about them. So where are they going to go? Yeah, well. I think Wazoo's the bigger. I mean, they're kind of bigger than Washington at this point, aren't they? No, no way. Again, it's not. It's not. It's not a big school. I don't think they have a big fan base and. You know they they play out in Pullman in the in the eastern part of the state. It's you know you get more more eyes from sheep out there. I think maybe cattle uh, than you do uh, from people. So uh, I, they they maybe they've had better football teams for a couple of years. But that's I guess that's what I was alluding yeah. to. Yeah, they've had a couple of good years in terms of the football teams. Uh, but I, I think everybody expects uh, the purple and gold to to come back and be be more of a power than they in long term. And yeah, yeah, a Seattle market you know is an, not an insignificant market. So uh, uh, it, it will be fun to fun to watch the shakeout. But uh, yes, USC and uh, and UCLA and the Big Ten. And of course, I, I saw a, a Twitter feed about how to get the Purdue drum to California. Uh, uh, you know, once a year would be a, a damn drum. A damn drum, yeah. Well, will it fit? Uh, how how will they get it there? So, yeah. So the world's not largest largest drum. 
Is that right? Is there another one that claims to be larger? There's like 10 drums that are larger than your world's largest drum. Wow. Well, that's good to know. But anyways. I guess, I guess none, of them, none of them are playing in Notre Dame Stadium. Yeah. It's true. What yeah. do you think about Tyler Murray's contract? I, 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 I don't care. Uh, I, I am surprised... Well, let me think about what I'm going to say here. Yeah, I guess I gotta say, really, you're investing that much in him. I guess uh, he's going to be the second highest paid quarterback in the league, which seems um, I would not have put him uh, as the second best quarterback in the league. So it seems he might be overpaid. How's that? I mean, what has he won? What has he done? Dak has a couple playoff wins. He's got one, I know for sure. Okay, all right. Uh, just, just wanted to be accurate there. Uh, no, Murray, uh, the Cardinals have famously the last couple years gotten in the position to uh, be in the playoffs and then choke the final few games and uh, and not done so well. Uh, so, uh, no, it's uh, – well, let me just say I, I – you you know you follow the Cowboys a lot closer than I do, uh, which would not take a lot. But it seems to be a managerial decision about that money, right? And Dak's yeah. contract and Murray's contract, management in, in uh, Cardinal Land clearly uh, thinks he's uh, great, and uh, they want to hang on to him and nail him down. And it's not clear Jerry and Clan uh, feel the same way about Dak. I would have to. I, I suspect it has to do with the fact that there's deferred money. There's got to be something in there. I don't. Well, isn't this what? Isn't what this what Brady did for years? That they would re, redo his contract and push the money further out and further out, so that they had money uh, that they could spend uh, for the next season. So I, I think the whole salary cap thing's kind of artificial, in that uh, they pushed it. Yeah, they probably it's twenty million uh, that they owe them, but they don't have to pay it against the cap 
until 2030 or something. But uh, again, you know, you would have to study it to know for sure. Uh, the the Murray contract, of course, comes. The one I want to talk about is the fact that Nationals offered Juan Soto all the money they offered him, and he turned it down. And now it looks like all the word on the street is by August the second, when the trade deadline comes, he might be gone. And uh, they, you know, they only offered him. You did see this, right? Or do you want me to do tell you the number? I did not see the number. Fifteen years, four hundred and forty million dollars. That is a butt. There you go, John. Buttload of money. I should write that down. That should go in the title. It is a buttload of money, and he turned it down. And uh, yeah, I was seeing, yeah, all kinds of that they wanted the four best prospects a team had, and at least one major league actual player for him was the. I, I think that was. Uh, the original ask or, or where they seem to be and you know he's only 23 he's got two more years after this on his current contract so you know you're getting something if you trade for him even if you don't come up with a 15 million 500 million dollar 15 year 500 million dollar contract uh, he's something so yeah uh, big money contracts uh uh, in baseball, there's a difference in the contracts. Uh, they don't talk about guaranteed money, do they, John? No. It's all guaranteed money. Yeah. But uh, Murray, Murray got a lot of guaranteed money in that contract. Over 150 of it was guaranteed. Yeah, I know. I know it was nine figures, which you'd think would almost be enough to keep you for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you think Soto goes? Like, who's the leading prospects for him? Well, you know, it's always the Yankees. Yankees. Right. Yeah, Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox. Mate. Uh, well. The Astros. Yeah, the Astros. The uh, Toronto has been spending money, uh, but I don't know. Uh, you, you, you. The Yankees, I think, have an outfield. But uh, they've been playing Stanton in left field some, so maybe. And and I don't think they have a lot of left-handed bats, so. Uh, I I don't know. It, it's uh, it, he he will he will really help somebody. If he if he really moves, I I just don't know if anybody's. Going going bite, no knowing that to keep him you're going to have to. Dig deep into your wallet. In a couple of years, right? So, I don't. It, giving up all that and not keeping him for more than two years might might be a tough tough ask. So, okay. So we're talking about guys and what they're worth. Okay. Did I see that they want? Did you see what they want for Donovan Mitchell in the NBA? No. Oh, I I swear. Okay. I, I landed on my head a few years ago, so my memory isn't as good as it used to be. I swear to God, they were saying they wanted seven first-round picks for him. Seven? <clears throat> what? 
Uh, you you you're you're famous for looking things up as we talk about them. You you can you can you can look it up. It was uh, I I I am like I know he's good, but is he that good? And yeah, um, no, it was it was it was and maybe the article I you know I think it was by somebody who supposedly knows what they're talking about. But would anybody ever do that? You're not just you're not just mortgaging your future. You're mortgaging in the NBA multiple futures, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a long. That's, that's a lot of. Uh, that's a lot to give up, to say the least. So, I'm trying it, to, yeah. Well, and is is he that good? He's pretty good. I don't know if he's that good. Is anybody that good? You you won't be. I mean, who are you going to have to build around him? You're not going to have a player to to build your roster, your team, and for a while. And they're saying he's going to the Knicks potentially. That was one thing, but uh... I have not seen anything here that talks about what exactly. Yeah, so what should Knicks be willing to trade for Donovan Murray? The supposed price tag is extraordinary. Six first-rounders or maybe it's seven. Add in various young players. This is from The Athletic uh, on the 21st, which was yesterday. So they are really asking six or seven first-round players, uh, round picks, and players. That was that was the ask. So I, I just I had to bring it because I saw that, and I thought, holy moly, to, to use a word, nobody's worth that in my world. Yeah, I mean, let's let's diss on Jonathan Mitchell for a second here. Is he a top? Is he in the top five in the NBA as players? Uh, close, I'd say probably. Really? He's a stud, dude. Well, is he? Uh, isn't he the Kyler Murray of uh, of, in, of the NBA? Um. Uh, is he is he better than Lillard at, at Portland? Probably not. Well, okay, so so I'm going to put LeBron, Steph, and KD as the top three in the NBA at this point, and then you just put Lillard ahead of him, so that makes him fifth. Is he better than Booker? Yeah. Is he better than Tatum? Okay. Is he better than Ja? Yeah. Okay. 
I'm I'm digging here to think. Okay, so you're. Oh, is he better than Embiid? I'd rather have Embiid, but that's. It's a, yeah, it's kind of a tough call there. It's a different yeah. position. Right. Uh, Embiid's bigger, plays four, and Mitchell is a two. Yeah. Or a three. I, I mean, it depends upon the lineup, I guess, but he's a two or a three. He's not a four, so. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think I. I yeah, he would have to be a lot better player relative to other people than he is. Of course, I saw, you know, I, I forwarded you that somebody wrote an article that uh, nobody wants to rant because they don't think he can win without Steph or win a championship without Steph. So uh, that's kind of interesting, too. As, as trade talks in the NBA kick get kicked around. I mean, I would love to have Durant. He he seems to be willing to work and do whatever it takes to win, uh, even, including playing some defense. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And he is, he's still a four, right? Yeah. Right. All right. So, but nobody's talking about seven first rounders for him. No. No. All right. Well, we've killed it. So, so how are your Cowboys looking? Did, I sent you that uh, that guy picking their season yesterday. Uh, what's the word on the street? They, they, everybody's still feeling good. Uh, as player players this week, they open camp, right? Yeah, I, I I thought the bear the claiming that the bears were going to beat them was pretty damn funny because the bears, um, yeah, I'm not even sure who's playing wide receiver for the bears, and they've got a quarterback nobody's sure can actually play NFL level quarterback. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a mystery as to how you think they're going at this point. Why you would think they were, the Cowboys would lose that game is uh, is a mystery. I don't lose them to the Jags, Jacksonville. Yeah, no. Well, I I can I, you know uh, I I think a lot of people think that Peterson going there uh, the the changing coach will make an enormous difference and he knows what he's doing and they think Lawrence is a real NFL quarterback so they think you know that they're going right the ship but even even if you think that that's still not beating an established team with established players I mean. The, cow- the Cowboys have been winning for years with Dak and and Zeke and uh, C- CD and you know and they got Mel Parsons came out of nowhere last year on D they got they got players they got they they've been winning how do you figure yeah ahead of time without seeing some games anyway that they're going beat them but oh well it's, 
It was, it was fun to watch, watch him walk through and explain, and I'm like, nah, well, yeah. I mean, you can make that. I mean, I think the case for the Bears was they always play the Cowboys tough, and I'm like, so what? <laughs> he said, like, the last couple of years, and I was like, when's it? we haven't even played them for, like, at least two years, I don't think. Yeah, wow. I, I think I, I think I think uh, the the Cowboys worry, and we'll I'm sure we'll talk about this uh, ad nauseum as we go forward. The Cowboys worry is that the teams in the division have gotten better enough to, that uh, you know they don't go five and one in the division. Uh, that 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 would be the thing that would concern me more than all this other bullshit. But uh, yeah, we. I mean, they've got a tough schedule. Um, you know, we start off with the Buccaneers, the Bengals, and right. the Rams all in the first five weeks. So yeah, I, I they, could, they could be three, they could be two and three very easily after week five. Yeah, they could also be. I mean, but if they're four and one, then they've got a hell of a start. Right. And I think they beat the Packers at Green Bay. They usually beat them during the regular season. It's the postseason we can't beat them on. Yeah. Well. I, I don't know what the Packers are going to be either. With they traded their best wide receiver, right? Yeah, Devontae's a Raider now. Yeah, right. So, uh, I they they keep finding somebody to go with Rodgers, but he's a year older, and without his number one target, uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I don't know that they're they're the great guns they've been lately, but. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's we we talked too much about the Cowboys, considering it's still only July. Uh, but uh, there you go. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, and we briefly have to mention, you know, the the Madden twenty NFL twenty three ratings came out this week, and everybody is their overreactions to it. I think are just comical. Like the players don't feel like they got rated high enough, and I'm like, dude, it's a video game. I mean, what? Well, they make a big deal about it. I, I have seen it in my Twitter timeline, uh, and and I pushed on without bothering to read it because I didn't care. Yeah, pretty much. That's you 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 you, you you know how how much time I spent playing Madden in the last twenty three years, right? Right. Yeah. So. All right. Well, there, there, there we are. We've we've killed another hour of your time, people, and we've done so without a legitimate joke. So, I, I feel like a minor failure. Um. So, God, what what did my calendar say today? It was pretty funny. I. Yeah, but I, I I'm not at a place to uh, pull it up and remember it. But, uh, we'll have to we'll have to save some for next time, right? So, so John, uh, we often look back and not ahead. Uh, next week, you know what I'm doing? You're gonna, probably going to be on, going to be somewhere, aren't you? Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. I've been home a week. Uh, that, that's enough. Uh, no, we're going to Boston. We have tickets Wednesday night to see the okay. Red Sox and the Guardians for our 30th stadium uh, of the stadium tours. Uh, and uh, for some reason, there were a couple good seats at a good price uh, down the right field line. I think we're seven or eight rows off the field. 
So kind of looking forward to knocking down number 30. Uh, looking forward to a game at Fenway Park. Uh, I, I I don't think I'll be disappointed because I don't have high expectations. You know, it's a, what is it, 106 years old or something like that. I, I know what the older parks are like, but uh, it'll be nifty to have knocked off all 30. And uh, I, I don't know what what I say about that. I don't want to be too morbid, but uh, yes. Uh, so that's next week. So what's after that? What's your last two stadiums? No, that's it. That's the last one, dude. That's right. There's only 30 baseball teams. There are only 30 baseball teams. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I know at the All-Star game, the commissioner was all up the A's butt about place we just saw a few weeks ago uh, that the Coliseum was not up to Major League Baseball level snuff and they needed a new stadium uh, immediately and I, I can attest that um, it did not feel like uh, yeah many other ballparks it uh, it felt second rate so uh, but uh, we'll have to go back to Oakland or wherever they end up playing uh, w- once that happens I'd, might keep us doing something for a while. Okay. Got anything else, bud? Nope. That's it. Okay. Well, uh, there we go, people. We've killed another hour of your time. We'll be back next week. uh, Bye, John. Have a good one. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.